Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back, listeners of the Black Letter Podcast. I'm Tom Dunlap, your host. And with me again here still is Melanie Simons from Reframe Wealth. The last segment you heard about how Melanie started her company, how she left a Fortune 100 company, met her partners, four partners, I think, and they came together to create something that they wanted to do. Part of it was a result of COVID. And now we're going to hear about what happens when people get together and start companies together and everything's not perfect. Everybody maybe doesn't have the same vision, uh, ultimately. Maybe they did on day one, but on day five, they don't. Um, so Melanie, thanks again for coming back. Why don't you share with us today a little bit about what happened after you started Reframe Wealth and the internal business challenge you had? Sure. Thank you, Tom. And thank you for having me back. When we think about business challenges, there are some that seem pretty obvious to anyone who has been in business for themselves. And it's not something that we could escape at Reframe Wealth, which is just dynamics in partnerships and differences in vision, as you put it. When we started Reframe Wealth, there were four partners and not equal partners, but there were four of us. And we all had the same ultimate intention to serve clients in a really high touch, high comfort way and to change the way wealth management feels. And as we got started, we had a fabulous attorney partner help us draft all of our employee agreements and operating agreements, things to that effect. But when you're creating documents, legal agreements, it doesn't quite get down to the level of heart, of, of what everybody's feeling they want to do and the vision that they have for the business. That only comes out over time, I learned. So of the four of us, we were all sort of marching in the same direction. And that started to divert. Some of us were kind of moving in one direction while a fourth partner was moving in a slightly different direction. Again, the intention The ultimate goal was the same for all of us, but how to reach it was starting to um, evolve in a different way. So over time, we had a very open conversation with our fourth partner, and we said, we see this vision. We do not want to lose it. We don't want to lose it here. It's so valuable to what our clients need and deserve, even though it's not identical to the way the three of us are looking at it. We want to present an opportunity for transition. And Tom, what we did is we got very creative amongst the four of us, and we created an opportunity for our fourth partner to break away from partnership of Reframe Wealth. And I'm happy to tell you more about how that operated and functioned. But he broke away from partnership. He started his own LLC, but he remains plugged into all of the infrastructure that the four of us built together. That wasn't, hey, he's marching in a different direction here's the solution. Let's all do it. And that happened right away. Did that take some, was there some 
tussling or a little wrestling with that. I mean, it sounds like the way you phrased it sounds amazing. Like he's like, yeah, we're not quite agreeing, but Hey, right away today, I have a different idea. And you guys are like, that's great. Let's do this. Did it happen that easily? It was pretty easy compared to a lot of other partnership transitions I've heard of, but I won't say it's easy. And, And the hardest part of it, I will tell you is the personal connection we all have to each other. It was very important for us not to lose that trust that we had built over time as we founded the business, but it was equally as important for us not to lose trust going forward by just kind of gripping onto something that wasn't quite working perfectly. So I won't say it was easy. There was a lot of emotional dynamic involved and we wanted to, again, retain respect and trust, but because we could all be creative in this environment of the independent firm. We were able to solve it pretty quickly. So if you could go back in time to when you were putting the documents together and you were all for first signing those documents and you had this attorney prepare these documents, was there anything you would change? Again, not knowing that you wouldn't agree to march in the same direction. Was there anything you'd change about how the documents were done? Did they get in the way? Did they help? That was one of the hardest parts. The way our documents were drafted was you know, the way a marriage certificate is drafted. You think you're going to be together forever. You're headed off into the sunset on your honeymoon. And we didn't anticipate this kind of departure. So our operating agreement allowed for resignation at any time, no problem. It allowed for a separation of ways and partnership if there was some kind of massive indiscretion. But we weren't prepared for a friendly kind of departure from the path. And so that was actually really difficult because we had to figure out how does this work in terms of resignation, compensation, purchasing the ownership shares, pricing ownership shares for a business that had been in its nascent stages. So that was really difficult. And we had to come to the negotiating table, which is never comfortable or fun. But we got it done. And I'm very proud of that. So might your advice be then just hearing this, and I have talked to clients about this too, and they never believe me, but maybe there should be a means for voluntary separation, right? A means to value if there's a voluntary separation and if there's a a bad breakup and one of the partners is at fault because they did something like a breach of fiduciary duty, then the value is reduced. But that's things to think about, right? So that's that's a, a one to grow on, I guess. What advice, looking back two years ago, and not necessarily that problem, but anything you've run into, and we'll talk about a major challenge in the next segment, a business problem that you're, you're tussling with now, but what advice would you give to people who are thinking about starting their own wealth planning business? Sure. So I would say two things primarily, Tom. One goes back to the challenge we just talked about, which is to have your documents set up properly. And if you're in a partnership, have that, for lack of a better word, prenuptial agreement. How will we separate ways amicably if we should have to? And I also think a lot of people in our industry, in my business, they're not doing documentation to begin with. They don't have these robust partnership agreements. So that is absolutely critical. It's a non-negotiable, pay the money it costs to get it done. And then the second recommendation that I have that fortunately we were very lucky to have implemented this is a financial plan. And I know it sounds a bit cliche given the business I'm in, 
But I don't mean, you know, mapping out how your retirement dollars are going to work for you. I mean a financial plan for the business down to dollars, cents, P&L projections, work with partners if possible to put together a pro forma so you know exactly where the expenses are going to show up most. And then as you're hiring vendors or partners or any employees for that matter, have an escape plan. Know based on your pro forma what the best case scenario could be and what the worst case scenario could be so that you're prepared financially for anything in between. Okay. So the two big pieces of takeaway we're getting, and one is directly relevant to your experience with your partner is have really good ownership documents. In this case, probably limited liability company, an operating agreement, or if you're a corporation, a shareholders agreement, and pay a lawyer to do a custom, something that fits your situation set of documents. And you experientially would recommend that. And then the second piece of advice is, and you know, it's interesting because I hear things from entrepreneurs all the time, like persevere or take the big leap or but yours is, is really practical advice. And I like it. I think it's it's useful to hear this. And you're a financial planner, so you're very aware of it top of mind. Have a financial plan for your business and not just a business plan, but you're talking about P&Ls and proformers. And I will say a lot of entrepreneurs don't know even what these are or how to start to come up with something like that. But I guess you have to figure out where your revenue is coming from, what your revenue might be, and what your cost might be. And that's just good practical advice. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs get excited by all of the TED Talks where they're like, reach for the stars, or you're going to do it, or do your best. You know, be flexible. And those are great pieces of advice. But at the end of the day, as Melanie from Reframe Wealth has said, you've got to have a concrete financial plan. I like it. Thanks for joining us on this segment. Melanie, appreciate it. We'll see you next week. And next week, we're going to talk about a challenge you're going through right now, as much as you can say about it, and talk about what you think the outcome might be and where your head's at with your business as you go forward as a new business on our next segment of the Black Letter Podcast. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.